always stand amazed. <laughs> what an entrance. Have some of that golden ratio in me. Yeah. I made out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess there's a lot of things like that on your planet. Yes. Right. And here. <laughs> wow. So that was really fun, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Did you uh, enjoy that story Tobias told? about discovering yes. infrared mm -hmm. and ultraviolet. Yeah. You know that powder that he used to detect ultraviolet is the stuff that we use to discover photography. Mm. And we put that in a picture and we shine light on it and it goes dark where the light hits it. You develop it so it stays. It's really neat. It's pretty neat, isn't it? You used to do that, didn't you? I'm a used to now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how that works personally, don't you? <laughs> I still take pictures. Not of me. Others. <laughs> no. Yes, I did. I always loved photography. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, today I would like to invite us to talk about <clears throat> the science of pipe. Of pipe. Of pipe. Okay. Some people say, pipe? Yeah. Pipe. pipe. And, and I brought some Is there pipe. science about it? Yes, there is some science about it. This is a pipe. You can see through it. Mm -hmm. Polyvinyl chloride. One of the nice things I like about PVC is you make it by electrolyzing seawater. You make the chlorine. Chlorine comes off one side and off the other side comes our friend hydrogen, right? Yeah. PVC, it's a pipe that is, has really, really amazing properties. It lasts and lasts and lasts. And this is what we use in a lot of our homes to, to bring the water in. We also use a bigger version of it to, bigger version, there it is, yeah. <laughs> Man, those guys are really sluggish today, aren't they? <laughs> a bigger version them? of there it today to, to take the water out of our houses. And it raises a good question. Why can we use a little one to bring the water in, but we need a big one to take it out? Are you going to tell us why? <laughs> that was pretty smooth, wasn't it? <laughs> but, so why? Why do you think it is? There's a lot more to take out. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bit comes in, we multiply it, and a lot goes out, right? Uh-huh. You multiply it, yeah. When the water comes in, it's under pressure. And so it shoots through a little pipe very fast. And then when it gets in the basin or the tub or wherever we use the water and it comes out, it's just flowing out by gravity. So mm -hmm. it doesn't have so much pressure. So you need a bigger pipe to carry it away. Is that good so far? So far. Yeah, I brought this gizmo, which I'm just going to show you here. Isn't that great? Did you make that? Yeah, let me just show you that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a place right there for my head. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so th this, excuse me, this, <clears throat> this okay. is a, a pipe PVC cactus. It kind of yeah, looks like a cactus, does. doesn't it? But we have a big pipe and it branches off here and has a little one. This is the kind of thing you look at if you tore out your wall. Please don't do that. 
Yeah, I say everybody's but turned their if wall. you <laughs> developed x-ray vision and looked in the wall of your bathroom, you'd see you have a pipe like this coming out from below a toilet. Toilets have to get a lot of water and debris out fast, okay? And this is the kind of pipe that you'd have underneath your wash basin or sink, okay? So it doesn't look like this in the wall. It doesn't? It doesn't? It does. <laughs> You've never looked in the wall? I have. I have. This is kind of what it looks like. And so when you flush the toilet, the water goes down the big pipe. When you drain the sink, the water comes down the smaller pipe. Did you know that if you're going to put a system like this in a house, that up above the, the, the toilet, and by the way, they usually have a T like this T that brings the toilet into this one, but you have to vent it. The top has to be open to outside. Otherwise, when you flush the toilet, there's a vapor lock, and the water goes in the toilet, but it doesn't go down the drain. A vapor lock. Yeah, and that's a problem. There's air in there, and the air gets trapped and holds the water up, and you have a flood all over your floor. And that's especially problematic if it comes from your toilet sometimes. <laughs> I'll explain that after. Okay? You see what I'm saying? This, this can be a real problem. Okay. So you have to vent the pipe going out, and so... These actually are vented, and there's a lot to learn about pipe that's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. It's good to know. So we're not going to be putting any toilets in tonight, but we are going to talk about pipe. So this pipe is a water pipe, and if you're going to build a house or a project, even certain science fair project, and you're going to hook water up, to come out of the tap at pressure like it is when it comes out of the tap, you probably use a pipe like this, PVC. PVC is kind of handy. You can connect it to other pipes with little pieces of PVC couplers. And there's a bunch of different kinds. We're going to talk about those right now. Kind of like Tinker Toys. This is what you got to know. Yeah. A lot of people know how to join two pipes together. And you do it with PVC glue. So you literally glue it in so it's fast, it's easy. Now, <clears throat> to impress you with my age. Okay. When I was young, my father made an addition onto our house. And we had to put a sewer pipe underneath the bathroom. And we didn't have PVC because the internet had not been invented so no one could look it up. <laughs> so we had to use the old kind of metal pipe. Okay. And when you bring the top piece in and stick the bottom piece up, you gotta somehow make a sill between the two pipes so it doesn't leak. So we took a piece of special rope and tucked it in around in there, jammed it in so that it wouldn't leak. And then my dad built a fire and he melted lead. When the lead melted and got all runny, shiny, runny metal, he poured it in there and it went around. And as it cooled, it turned back into lead. And we had to do that on every joint. 
Wow. What a pain. <laughs> what a pain. Did you know that uh, not too many years ago, maybe 150 or so, a lot of the pipes that were put out in the street to bring water to our homes were pipes made out of lead. Lead is a metal. Mm -hmm. And have you ever heard about lead poisoning? Mm -hmm. It's nasty. And so everybody was exposed to lead. And it's amazing everyone isn't dead. That rhymes. It really is. That's, thank you. <laughs> now see, that's a social-emotional lesson. I just impressed. Try and find something good about everybody, right? No. But it's lead. Fortunately, the lead forms a coating with the water and protected us from the lead in the pipes. Still a lot of, especially older cities, that still have lead pipes, mm -hmm. which is a side note. But then along came better things, and one of the better things to come along was polyvinyl chloride, or PVC, which is very durable, it's very affordable, and it's very easy to, to install. So instead of sticking this in and packing rope around and then pouring molten lead, and breathing lead fumes, by the way, can be very, very hazardous to your health. Instead, we're just gonna glue it. And there's a special PVC glue to glue this. I wanna make sure that everybody in Science Live that's building things or fixing things or doing science fair projects knows how to glue PVC properly. Okay. Okay? So, I wanna glue that pipe in there. You see that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I start out, not with glue, but with primer. The glue is clear. The primer is purple. Do you know why it's purple? Because it's pretty. <laughs> no, I'll probably tell you Thank if it's Thank you. Clean I've or always not. wondered why it was purple. Yeah. <laughs> or if it's been primed or not. So primer <laughs> is purple and it does prepare and it also cleans the surface so that it's ready for the glue. If you're going to do a proper job, you'll want to have some primer. So where are those uh, rags you're gonna bring me? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if I make a mess now, uh, Mr. Abe told me, do you think you better have some rags in case you make a mess? And, What's the chance? <laughs> okay, so I'm so going funny. to put the glue over here for a minute, but I'm gonna open up the primer. Is that the Oops, glue? that is the glue. And if you look at the other side, wow, you can read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and here it is. Oh, look, it's going to Unfortunately, I didn't get any on me. <laughs> so look at that. I just primed it, and it went all over. Make sure you have a good place when you do it. No, I, I had this plan. This is a special mat. Okay? <laughs> then I'm going to open... Oh, excuse me. We forgot to prime the other one. You got to do both sides. Yes, ma'am. Why? So they'll be prime, prime shape, ready to go. <laughs> See how that's nice and purple? Uh -huh. Okay, now we're going to get the glue. And it turns out, we're going to put just a little bit of this glue in here and just a little bit of glue around here, like so. And then we push it together with a twisting motion. It has to go all the way, and you don't twist it anymore. If you twist it after this, it'll mess up the joint. And lo and behold, wasn't that simple? 
And that will not only hold water, it'll hold it at water pressure, which is amazing. It's only been a few seconds. Now it won't twist. It's, it's magic. And do you like the smell of that primer? I can smell it. I can smell the gray? glue, too. You can smell the glue, too. Mm -hmm. And just think, we smelled it on Science Live. Can you guys smell okay, it? Good. <laughs> All right, so we know how to glue it. Now, why do we have to have such a good joint? Well, it's because we have pressure. Why do we have pressure? Have any of you been driving around and you've seen those big water tanks? Mm -hmm. They call them water towers. Mm -hmm. And they're all over. Here's one. Take a look at this one. There's an oldish kind. We have some neat new modern ones. Look at this one. So they're water towers. And if you go to different places, you'll see the water towers are up different heights. And if there are two or three in a city, they're all the same height. Because, wh why do we have water towers? So we have a place to put our antennas? No. The water towers are a very important part of our water system. Water usually comes out of a processing plant or out of wells. It's treated and then it's, it's pumped through the pipes and it's pushed up into those tanks. So why do we need big tanks? The answer is so that if we take the water out faster than we can pump, it doesn't go dry. So we get a reserve. And one of the, the most important times to be able to get water out fast is if you have a big building on fire and you gotta run all the sprinklers and the fire trucks. It can take a lot of water. And so up in those tanks, we have a big reserve and it can do great. It keeps the pressure constant. And having that pressure is really nice, okay? okay. You know, in, the, uh, in our office building, the Gold Key building, mm -hmm. which some of you remember, which is just down the street, we have a special room in the basement that is the fire control room. And here it is. In this room, we have special pumps. The building is 10 stories high and so there's not enough water pressure in the event we were to have a fire. So we have these special pumps that are tested by the sprinkler fellows and gals on a regular basis to make sure that we can get the water pressure all the way up to the sprinklers on the top floor. Yeah, that'd be important. That's mm -hmm. where your office it is. is. So that's why we have the <laughs> towers. But now, this could be a hammer. I, I'd like to get into a little bit of the science of this because there are some things everybody ought to know. Okay. I have another piece of PVC. If you can sit properly on the camera, one is wider than the other. Can you see that it's just a little bit yellow? Well, there it's really yellow. It's just a little bit, you know, it's kind of a creamy color. This pipe is called CPVC. This is just plain old PVC. This is CPVC. You do not want, you use this for your water lines, but you do not want to use it for your hot water lines. Because as soon as PVC gets hot, like the temperature of hot water in a house, it starts to get soft. And the pipe will burst and you'll have hot water all over. Hence CPVC. This is a little bit more expensive. That's why we don't use it everywhere. Okay but we use it on all the hot water lines coming out of our water heaters. So you need to know that if you're gonna
Do anything with hot water, you need CPVC and not PVC. Are you with me? Yes. Do you want to get more modern? Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know very much about these. This is red, red and this and is blue. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> this is a newer kind of pipe. Okay. This hasn't been out as long, and we call this PEX. 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 It's a plastic pipe, and it's, it's amazing. It's used for a lot of things. It's got thermal conductivity. They use it to bury underground, to keep driveways from building up snow, for heat pumps. We use it for all kinds of, of water lines. And guess what? PEX can work hot or cold. Why do you have red and blue? So that I know this one's hot and this one's cold. They sell multiple colors. You choose the color you want. If you have a favorite color, that's the one you should use, right? Oh, okay. But a lot of people will put the hot in red okay. and the cold in blue. But you don't need to worry about it bursting because this can take a higher temperature, okay? okay? Now, I showed you how to connect PVC, mm -hmm. how you glue it. Well, it's the same thing for CPVC, except you can't use white fittings. You have to use cream color because yeah. they'll get soft and burst. So CPVC has to have CB, CPVC fittings. Can okay? you use the same primer and glue? Uh, yes, this will work for both those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if you want to glue PEX, it doesn't, it doesn't glue like this. So they have these special fittings. This is a PEX fitting. And inside is an O-ring that seals the water around the tank. So if I want to put on this fitting, I do something like pushing it in. I installed it. <laughs> and why don't you go ahead and pull that off for me? Okay, so she can't, but she did pull over my stool. Okay, <laughs> this little end piece here, if you, if you are strong enough to push it in, then you can pull the tube out. Okay, mm. so the, the problem with pegs, especially with the fittings, is they're really expensive. Mm -hmm. This one might cost, oh, 50 cents. This one might cost $8. But they're sure slick. You can just stick them in the hole, slide them, and you're done. When you install pegs, then you take this little tiny, uh, can you see this little half circle, and you, you stick it in the crack here, and it locks, it snaps, and then you can't push this in, so it can't come loose. That's pretty neat. So, and then on the other side, you do the same thing. Push in the piece, and guess what? You got a multifaceted lightsaber. Yeah, if that's what we do, <laughs> if that's what we do, we will probably have problems. We? You will. <laughs> Assuming this is your project. Why? So I'm gonna try why, it again, why? because we didn't read the instructions. And that's why there I wanted to kind of point out, yeah, the instructions are do it right. <laughs> if I had strong fingers, I would pull you that off. I got them off, okay. So <laughs> now tools. I can push this little thing and pull it out. There are also these little cute black things. <clears throat> and uh, if I could hold them, or maybe you could see them. It's a little black hat kind of looking deal. And you're supposed to put it in the end of the tube before you assemble it. Of course. It makes it so it doesn't push in here 
and it actually makes the cell tighter. So you put that in first, then you stick it in, then you snap the clip on. It's important to do everything. And now it will really be sturdy. So we do the same thing on the red one. Put the little hat on. There we go. And we push it into the piece like so. And I think we now have a very sturdy joint that won't come apart. And these rolls come in long rolls. You can get it in tubes or in rolls, and mm -hmm. it can be a great way to do your house. But it's going to cost more. It's going to be a neat thing. Yes. <laughs> Here so. it comes. Wait for it. I'm trying to understand when you use this over those. You use this PEX mm -hmm. over PVC. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of money. <laughs> but actually, it installs so fast, this is using a lot of new houses because the couplers you need might cost less than the labor of installing it all. Yeah. So we use both, okay. but it's good to understand them both and what they are and how to use them. You have Please to splice it. Yeah, that's pretty fancy, I will mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're doing pretty good. Now, another question that comes up, how in the world do you cut this stuff? And you can cut it with a saw, mm -hmm. but you'd like to cut it really square, and you'd like to not spend a lot of time sawing it. What do you mean by square when it's round? <laughs> just I guess I'm just mean. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So if I cut it at an angle perpendicular to the tube, like this, mm -hmm. well, then it won't push all the way down in. So I want to cut it perpendicular to the tube. See this line, and I go square, cut it off, okay? okay? And that's why we use a tool like this, which is a tubing cutter. And this is a tool that you can ratchet closed. I'm going to just cut myself a piece of this off so we can see how it works. So when it gets tight, you ratchet this closed. This one for a bigger piece, but... And so we've cut it off nice and square. So an angle. You may have that as a souvenir. <laughs> okay, you got that? Okay. Uh -huh. All right, but we're still piping. Now, we get to a very serious part of the discussion. I had a uh, sprinkler installed at my home, mm. and I had some of our students help me install it. <clears throat> And so we had to hook onto the water line and bring the water over to the relay box that turns on the different sprinklers, okay? Okay. And so I went out to see how they were doing, and they were just getting ready to put in a piece of this black steel pipe. They got over at the store, mm -hmm. and they're going to put in black steel. They, <laughs> it looks like it should be okay. It looks like it should be okay. And this, this is stuff that's pretty common, and they sell it everywhere. And I said, no, please don't use that. Go find the shiny pipe. You can see there's threads on the end of these. Hope you can see those. And they're the same size, same diameter, but they're very different. This is still pipe. This is still pipe, too, except this pipe is galvanized which means that it was dipped in a bath of molten zinc. 
Okay. And why zinc? Zinc is an interesting metal. If you put zinc in acid, it bubbles and gives off hydrogen. Remember, we talked mm -hmm. about it being yeah. used that way. But zinc has what you chemists probably remember as being a, a high electronegativity, which means that if there is rust on the still pipe underneath, the zinc will still the oxygen from the iron, from the rust, and it will unrust the still. So wow. this protects pipe from rust. Uh, there's, there's a paint product, some of you may know it by popular trade name, a few companies make it, but one brand is Rust-Oleum. And it's a paint that you can paint on things mm -hmm. that might even be a little rusty or you don't want it to get rusty, it's gonna be out in the weather and it has very, very fine zinc particles in the paint. And so it protects it from rusting. If this pipe was used for my water lines, they will last and last and last. If the black pipe was used for the water lines, it would rust very quickly and I would have problems. And so when I said, so we've got to use this, my wonderful student said, well then why do they sell black pipe? <laughs> They can didn't, imagine your they didn't that. get the memo. <laughs> well, black pipe is what we use for natural gas lines. That's why they sell it, is for natural gas. Now, it doesn't say that. That's why they should tune to Science Live and find That's out. That's right. <laughs> but these are, this is the correct pipe for natural gas lines. And galvanized is the correct pipe if you're going to run water through it. We, we used to use a lot of galvanized pipe inside our homes where we now use the PVC, the CPVC, and the PEX. That's a lot of information. Oh, we're going to get more, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Another wonderful kind of pipe is copper. Copper, copper tubing. This pipe is made out of the same copper that we use in electrical wires and pennies. Right, and it is used in in nice homes even to today. It's quite a bit more expensive. Uh, it's kind of a real deluxe way to to plumb a home, to distribute the water, and it can work for hot or cold water. But uh, some people say, well, what about this copper tubing? Can you cut it the same way? And the answer is no. You, you can't cut it the same way. Uh, it's just too strong. For that reason, someone invented another kind of cutter. I need something light on here so we can see it better. This is a little roller ball in here, a little roller cutter blade, and a tool that has a handle you can screw, and it makes this cutter, if you can see that. There we go, look at that. Can you see it on there? Oh, can you see that apple? <laughs> I'm now going to cut your apple. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All okay. <laughs> so this is a tubing cutter. Okay. And everyone ought to learn how to run these. So would you like a little piece of tubing? I would. So I'm going to take this piece of tubing, and I'm going to stick it in the tubing cutter at about, about that far. Can you see it okay, how it's there? And I'm going to turn down the handle so it's nice and snug. All right, it's not cutting. 
ah, but if I hold the copper with string, <laughs> and if I don't turn it too tight, just snug, I can turn it, and as I turn it, it's gonna be really hard to see it with the camera, but it makes a little teeny groove here because it's starting to make an indent. So I go around, and then I turn it tighter, and I go around again, and I turn it tighter. Every turn, I keep squeezing it a little tighter. You've done this before, haven't you? Have times. I done this before? <laughs> Is that your question? Yes, ma'am. And look at that. Like it too. There's your little piece tube, and it's cut nice and square. And this is a tubing cutter. Now, you hydrogen car builders, this is where you need to pay attention, because we use uh, a lot of tubing to plumb a hydrogen car. And <clears throat> we have out here in our lobby the world's first hydrogen car and the world's first fuel cell car. We sure do. And when those were being uh, prepared. Uh, the first car started out at the first of my career, and if you go look and see how the lines are run, we didn't use copper. Did you use? Yeah, in the very, very first one, high school science fair, mm -hmm. we used surgical tubing that you use for a flipper crotch. <laughs> yeah, not a good choice, okay. The second one, I had some wonderful students helping me install the tubing, and so they were working on it, and I came out to check on their progress, and they were using flexible copper tubing, which works pretty good for hydrogen, actually, but it's softer than I wanted, and they just ran it, and it looked like someone just ran it, <laughs> and I said, mm-mm, that's not how we build hydrogen cars, and they said, why not? And I said, because this car is going to be seen by thousands and tens of thousands of people, and we're going to make it look better than that. So we put our copper tubing away, we tore it out in the car, and we got some stainless steel tubing. Stainless steel is much harder. It's shiny silver. It never corrodes. Copper corrodes and gets kind of greenish, bluish, blackish ugly. Stainless stays nice and shiny and pretty. And so we installed the stainless, but we also bend it with a special bending tool so the bends are perfect. We tried our very best to make it look like art. Now some of you are going to go out there after and look at it. It doesn't look like art to me. It's pretty. You though. should have seen it before <laughs> and you would think that was art. But you can cut stainless steel with the same cutter. Mm. And it's pretty handy. A lot of your science projects will involve tubing. With stainless steel and copper, there are fittings that you can put on these tubings to, to be able to seal. And of course, hydrogen is such a small atom. It's the hardest thing to seal there is. And on, on copper, there's a lot of little fittings that'll screw on to what you want to hook up to with a little part in the middle called a ferrule. And the ferrule gets squoze in there and makes it nice and tight, and it seals water really well. It even seals air, like your air compressor, really well. It does not seal hydrogen. So if you're going to seal hydrogen, you don't want a ferrule, you want a double ferrule, like the kind made by the company Swedgelock. 
where the ferrule's two pieces and they actually bind together and they sell hydrogen really well. There's also VCO fittings, which is another product that is widely used, and VCO fittings actually have two pieces that screw together and they have an O-ring in the middle, a soft rubber O-ring that you squish. And when you get to squish something, it helps things so much better. So my point is, we really ought to know about pipe. There is a tremendous amount of pipe of science that has gone into creating these pipes. And this wonderful science needs to keep going to create the pipes of the future. And we've got a lot more to do. So now, if you could give me just a minute, I'd like to give Dr. Peget an exam to see if she got all this right. <laughs> Do you have any questions for, you got most of, what part didn't you get? Well, when we talked about this, mm -hmm. and then it got all squished, mm -hmm. and you cut it, mm -hmm. you said there's a way to unsquish it. Boy, she's, so going back to this, can I have your iPad back here so I can sit again? <laughs> mm -hmm. Going back to this tool, <clears throat> you notice there's a little thing thing here that you can bend out. So a little hard triangle. Can you see that? Uh -huh. And you take your piece of squished copper. <laughs> when I cut it off, it pushed in and left a little burr. So you just put it in here and twist it like that and make it pretty again. Thank you for making me do that. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Okay. I'm not disgruntled, <laughs> and if, if you think I'm acting out of anger, you shouldn't judge. <laughs> okay. So I don't need more questions. So what I'd like to do now is I'd like to have you make something out of pipe so we can see how well you've mastered all of this. Do you have some pipe for me? I have something better than pipe. <laughs> okay. I have a Peugeot the plumber outfit. It's right inside that little box. <laughs> Peugeot the Peugeot plumber. Peugeot the plumber. Can we get a close-up on that? That's really nice. Look at that. Peugeot the plumber. There it is. Okay, so what I'd like you to do... Just to... Yes. Okay. If, if you could just excuse your... Or we'll excuse you for a minute. I'd like you to go over where... We have a little laboratory called Area 51. Yeah. And I'd like you to make something with pipe and, and then bring us back, you know, a report so we know how well you got all this. Hurry right back. Put this I, on? I, yeah, you're a plumber. <laughs> I, all I can say is I sure hope Junior isn't over there. <laughs> that would be bad, wouldn't it? Yeah, Area 51 is a great place to go. And you know what? We've got a camera over there, so we can kind of keep an eye on things. Should we take a peek? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you real? You're real? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is disturbing. Okay, 
Okay, so 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 I get to be here in your Area 51. Yes. I made an invention. You did? What, you, what did you make? Do you want to see it? I'll show you. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. Let's see now. How does it go? How does it How's go? It? Oh. Oh, yeah. This goes right here. See that? I see that. that. Huh? Pretty good, huh? huh? And then this one. Can't believe I'm here. This one. <laughs> <Wait>, no. <laughs> This one, this one goes over here like this. Oh, okay. See, I invented this. Did you, inv you invented mm -hmm. it? Watch, watch, okay. watch, watch. This is real plumbing too. What? No. Just, here, you put that and put it right through there. there you like go. that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, what? Then we turn this one up and we put two on there. Yeah. Plumbing? Uh, I guess we could just put that one in there like that. <laughs> Look at that. What, is it, what does it do? I don't know. You don't know? What? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is a good sport. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't know how to plumb. <laughs> does not know the rules. There's something wrong with him, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I hope this gives you a little bit of introduction to your future as a plumber. For those of you that were overcome with excitement tonight, I'm happy to announce we have a course on plumbing in Acellus, <laughs> and I recommend you take it. Yeah, Because we do. you can learn to plumb. You're going to yeah. inspire some. It's a wonderful course. And we do need good plumbers. Mm -hmm. Without them, we could have a real fix. I mean, we couldn't get anything fixed. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Good. Um, we have a question. I'll go get R51. <laughs> and it's not from um, the student. It's not a student question? No. Um, his name is Chandler. And he's the dad. Uh-oh. Hi, Dad. <laughs> um, this is for kids, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's wondering if there's anything that's been new and interesting in the developments of the world of clean technology and energy. Yeah. Well, just hit a place <laughs> close to my heart, didn't he? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of wonderful, wonderful things happening in technology every day. I... I don't think there's ever been a time that technology has been moving faster than it is right now. And it's because we have so many brilliant people mm -hmm. and we have information being distributed at the speed of light over the internet. And so it's a, it's a great time. We, we really need to evolve. A lot of people are concerned about pollution, about global warming, about a lot of different things. And there, there are many technologies which we've had to pretty well shut down in this country. For example, making still. Almost no one in America makes still now, and it's because the Environmental Protection Agency put such strict rules on the industry that they couldn't comply with them profitably. And so still production, making the same pollution is overseas. And we're not really able to do that in this country anymore. And I like doing stuff in this country. 
I'm a proponent of let's do it here. Um, years ago, I was contacted by five Japanese companies that uh, were interested in making steel in Japan because they have very stringent environmental laws too. And I share with them some research we've been doing. You know, the, the way that you make steel, like the steel in this pipe, is you dig up rocks out of the ground that have iron in them. We call it iron ore. And when you have the iron, uh, you can then put it into a big furnace and melt it. But the ore is, is not pure. In fact, it's got a lot of other things in it. And so then the, the traditional method of making steel is that you, you take coal, which comes out of a coal mine, and you bake it in an oven and drive out all of the different contaminants like sulfur and some coals, which makes a lot of stink and a lot of pollution. And then you use that carbon to purify the iron ore, which means to pull the oxygen out of the ore and leave the, the still. Well, we learned that we could do the same thing without the stinky coal by doing it with hydrogen. And so hydrogen reformation of steel, which is called green steel because it's clean, if, if the hydrogen is made from a clean source like solar or wind, a renewable source. And uh, I'm happy to report that right now the United States uh, Department of Energy has decided to push the idea of making steel with hydrogen in this country and that's kind of a, a neat development. The steel industry is responsible for creating an enormous amount of the pollution that goes into the, into the air. Most of it's not in our country anymore, but all of it essentially is in our planet. And so we need to be concerned whether it happens here or it happens across the border. So that's some good news. And there's many, many more wonderful things being done. We're making a lot of progress. But we're out of time. We thank you. We'll see you next time.